There can be only one podcast and maybe the Prince of the Universe. Hi, folks. I'm Matt. And I'm Bruce. And I, I got a call from the phone. <laughs> 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 um, this is episode 333. Halfway to the devil. Halfway. This is what it's called. Halfway <laughs> to the devil. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> for 333, let's talk about some fun stuff. No, not really. Um... We'll talk about Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. That's the big one we're going to talk about here. But we'll fill, we'll put some filler in at the end. Unless we can talk about Five Nights at Freddy's for 30 minutes, which I doubt. Uh, you had told me about it. I'd wanted to see it anyway. This is a, from an old video game series. You that, know, I, I know it mainly from YouTube clips because my kids off and on through the years have, you know, it's something that they all know about intimately. Everyone, <laughs> every kid knows about it. My, my, uh, my wife's nephew is huge into Five Nights at Freddy's. Loves it. Bought the board game. Doesn't even buy board games. But bought it because it was a Five Nights at Freddy's game. I know there's been toys. I've seen them. <clears> oh, toys, part, yeah. I've just avoided it in general. It's a big video game series. It's like a it's like a horror story for Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And they were the first to do it. Congratulations on them. There's been some short films. Have you seen the short film called The Hug? No. It's basically a, a Five Nights at Freddy's short film, you know where a kid gets eaten by an animatronic that turns evil, that is possessed by a demon or whatnot. Um, have you ever seen the video game? I mean, I've, I've heard no. about it, but all right. I, I really thought it was YouTube videos. I didn't know it was a video game. I think it's a video game. Well, well, well now, video now we're both old people. It is a video game. But. <clears throat> all right, so um, I think they've been talking about a movie for years now. I could tell you. And either way, they, they finally got one made. Bloom House did it, of course, on the cheap. And they can this, put out some, the, you know, yeah, they can put stuff. out decent things, but they put this out and released it for free on Peacock. The only reason they put it in theaters, I heard, was because they thought some people may want to see it in theaters. And it won the weekend yeah. with 80 million, apparently, pretty big. And it was free on streaming, yeah. You almost made a hundred million in one weekend, and you were free on streaming. And you know, they're sitting there going. Don't go on it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't watch it on streaming. <laughs> but they made estimated double their budget on the first weekend. And there's people who I'm talking to now, kids are going, I say, hey, did y'all see Five Nights at Freddy's? Because I'm acting all cool now because I've seen Five Nights at Freddy's. And they go, no, not yet. I said, oh, what's streaming? They said, oh, I'm going to watch it in theaters. <laughs> oh, okay. That's an event that you have to see in theaters is what they're saying. Now, the movie overall is okay. It's fine. It's not that scary. Again, it it is what it is, and it's a kid's horror movie. It's a kid's horror It's exactly right. It's a kid's horror movie. I don't even know if there's that much blood, even. Oh, I don't think there's any. Because all I, the, I mean, I, I, there's I, no I, blood. Is, yeah. is it even? I think it's PG. It's, I don't know is it PG? PG? May not even be PG-13. Yeah. Well, I mean, the shadow, they show someone getting decapitated, but you're right. Yeah. Because later on, they don't show the severed head, the head resting on a pile. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's very... Uh, very clean cut, uh, so to speak. But uh, and and I mean, it has some creepiness. I, I watched I it thought... with my younger boys. Uh, my older boys are, that that liked Five Nights at Freddy when they were little. It was you know they were too old for it. Mm -hmm. But my younger boys, you know, really uh, Eric and Lucas, they thought it was the best movie they ever saw. <laughs> they loved uh, it. I'll be honest, it's fun. Yeah. It's got some scary, freaky moments. Uh, my favorite one is when the Johnny giant bunny comes out at the end. Holy crow. <laughs> oh, by the way, spoilers for everything here. You should have already seen it by now. But from what I'm told, it actually is very accurate to the lore of the game. 
Okay, I, I bet so, meaning the whole story mode. Uh, yeah, I know yeah, some people about- can nitpick certain things that were changed, but um, but and I've seen some complaints online of people that what? grew up with the game and are older now but- were hoping for something super hard R rated. Yeah, uh, that's but, been it, the biggest complaint probably. Yeah, but you know, it, it was but not made for them, and it, that's why it made a hundred million dollars. Yeah, is because they made it to where. Everybody can go see it. But something like this where there's a big fandom, you have to stay true to the storyline at least somewhat. And it's about a serial killer back in the 80s who lured about five children away, and they disappeared. They shut down the restaurant because they knew it had something to do with him. They never caught the killer, but they knew it was somehow connected to this place. Now this place just has it's, it's abandoned. It's, an, it, it's glory days are gone. It has a security guard just to make sure everything... You know, no one messes up the place, and lo and behold, they uh, the um, animatronics are alive. Okay, that's the premise there, and of course, the 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 movie actually takes place over five nights at Freddy's. Bravo to them! Yeah. I was like, are they? They're going through because the first two nights they go through it really quick. I went, is it really going to be five nights here? We got oh, and the <laughs> fifth night it goes down. I was like, oh, oh, okay, it is five nights at Freddy's. You know, I thought that just was the, you know, um, I don't know, the game. But I guess the game takes a place over five days. I have days. no idea. The levels get harder. I don't know. Now I kind of want to play the game. If it is, I don't know. But anyway, I kind of want to play it now. I kind of want to know more about Five Nights at Freddy's after playing it. It got me interested. Um, the movie's done really well, I thought. There's good scenes in it. There's good acting in it. And we both were shocked, but Matthew Lillard is in this. And he's an old man. In fact, I didn't recognize him. Until you're right, till he said something. It was oh a, oh, it was when he goes, "Your name is Mike," and they never say the guy's last name. He goes, "Duh," and he <laughs> did his uh, shaggy his face real quick, and I was like, "Whoa!" I was that thinking, old man is Matthew Lillard. My first thought was, "My goodness, that guy reminds me of Matthew Lillard." <laughs> yeah, but when he did his little go, like, "Oh, you're Mike so and so," because I guess everyone knows that. His brother was kidnapped years ago, and the guy's kind of been off ever since. Because this this guy keeps dreaming. He's force, trying to force his mind to reveal who the killer was. Because he saw the car drive away, but he can't remember what the driver looked like. But he thinks if he can still relive the dream, he'll be able to identify who took his brother. And it's got a great, I mean, we're ruining everything here, but it's got a great twist because the killer happens to be Matthew Litter, who gives him a job. The kids are possessed. The, the kids, somehow he's brought their spirit into... Yeah, their, their, their spirits of the kids that he killed possess the, the possess animatronics. Possess the animatronics, which he controls them. And uh, it's it's really a fun little story. And when he comes out in the bunny rabbit costume at the end, I mean, he's huge. He's tall. And Matthew <laughs> Lillard is a tall guy. So that was great. That was great. It looked menacing, too. I, I, every kid every kid would probably think, like you said, who was it, Henry and no, Henry Lucas? Got, Henry, oh. Henry gave up on it. He got too scared. <laughs> oh, he got too scared. Okay, too scared for him. But Lucas boy. was like, this is Lucas my jam. And, and, and Eric loved it. Lucas and Eric were like, These, this is this is the best movie dad I've ever seen in my entire life. That, that's how. And I, I mean, I get it because it's done really well. And you're like, wow, this is awesome. I mean, we were finishing the movie and I was thinking, huh, that wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be. And I was like, boys, what'd you think? And they were both just glowing with it. <laughs> <laughs> And I noticed throughout the movie, they knew the characters. They knew who was who. They would, you know, when when the movie was, you know, uh, just giving you teasers of who you were about to see or whatever, they were calling it out. They knew who was coming. Mm -hmm. They knew, uh, and they would kind of, they, I I didn't know they were that into it. (laughs) Right. But uh, 
you know, but they, they, they knew everything that was going to happen and, you know, calling it out as it was going along. They just had a fun time with it as fans. Wow. Wow. As fans. Wow. That's, and that's great. That's great. I'm glad they had a good time with it. Um, uh, I, I think, I think kids in that team, how old are they? Um, that's, this would be eight and 10. Okay. I even think up to 13, 14, they'd still love this. Yeah. You know, they still like this. I don't know when you get too cool for school. What, what, how old is Brody? Brody, did, Brody, I think part of him wanted to watch it, but I think he also felt like he was too old. And how old is he? Um, Brody is 17. 17. Okay, so yeah, too old for yeah, that. He so, was too cool to watch it. <clears throat> so maybe 14 may be the limit. I don't know. It depends on your kid. You know your own kid. But yeah, it can be either. It's at, it's at that point where it just hits that target audience really well. Um and of course, Matthew Little ends up being the guy that killed his brother a long time ago. So the movie are, and then the thing was, the cop at first is like, "This is so stupid," and then they make sense <laughs> yes. of it. I was like, "Okay, now I get it now." But at first, like, there's no cop who do this. This is so generic. This is so, why is she walking him through that. Why does he care if he knows? Because her father said you had one job. <laughs> you know, I like that. You had one job. It was to watch him and make sure he doesn't screw it up, you know. What, what you know, watch him, whatever, and then stop him if he screwed up. She went, "That's actually two jobs, Dad." <laughs> <laughs> that was I laughed at that joke. It's it's, it's a classic joke, um, but it's fun. It's creepy, yeah. So good good suggestion there. Um, now comes the hard part where we move on. Oh, it's very sad. We both enjoy the boys. But you made the wise decision not to watch the spinoff. I'm going to at some point. Oh, you are? I just, okay. I'm too busy to force that into my life. <laughs> yeah, and it's not worth it. Don't watch Gen V, folks. It's just garbage. But at the same time, ah, it's so woke, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so woke, it's hilarious. Like, every white guy is a villain or crazy. Um, there is some fun stuff in it. I won't spoil anything for you since you are going to see it. But, you know, if you're a minority and you're gay, you are the superhero. I mean, you're the best thing ever. And we've never seen this before, by the way. We've never seen a story like this Groundbreaking. Before. Groundbreaking here. But it's so in your face. It's like, it's like a Saved by the Bell. Man, <laughs> the new Saved by the Bell is so much fun. My wife got sick and tired. She went, this is so off. I mean, it's like above woke. But it's so funny. It's so funny. I saw all the white people are idiots. They're all idiots, and I think that's hilarious because I love them. I love them all. They're idi- idiotic. Zach's son is the best thing in that series, and you're supposed to say, "What a moron!" And I'm thinking this guy's hilarious. But um, anyway, it's, it's so woke. It's 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 uh, silly, stupid, fun. Um, you haven't seen as of this. Uh, podcast. You have not seen the South Park Pandaverse? No. I saw a couple clips that made me say I need to watch this. It, it will it will it will make you laugh and chuckle more than once. And by gum, those South Park people have been at it since I've been in college. Yeah. And this is twenty something seasons, right? Are they no, they're not beating the Simpsons. <clears throat> they're second only to the Simpsons. Um and then the Flintstones are third, which who thought you could ever beat the Flintstones? <laughs> Because they've been on for like 20 years. But now both South Park and Simpsons have beat them. And South Park's just waiting for Simpsons to die. Because South Park will not stop. 
but how they keep it that fresh. I mean, I, I, I've been out of their storyline since Will lived with me, I mean, your they, brother. They keep it fresh because they have a system of making episodes super fast, so they yeah. can be very topical yeah. and very on what's happening now. Yeah, what's happening now and make it funny. And it's so funny. Even the B story, the B-line story, I really loved where all the blue-collar people, the handyman, are the rich people now. And that's true. That's true what's <laughs> going on now. And so all the people who went to college are finding, you know, they're 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 getting threatened by AI. You know, our, my job's threatened through AI, but a plumber's isn't. <laughs> a carpenter's not. Air conditioning man isn't. And I kind of wish I did have those skills <laughs> after spending fourteen thousand dollars this year on air conditionings. So yeah, so I mean, all that kind of stuff is you know is very relevant to today's world, and it's it's something you can laugh at. Um, so that, that's a really good one. Uh, we've both been watching Loki, but we're going to wait till the series finishes. As of this podcast, it is not finished. But once it wraps, we'll, uh... Several months we'll after a, it wraps. Yeah, <laughs> we can we'll... get back together. We'll give a... Yeah, <laughs> when he gets around to doing it, we're going to watch... We'll watch that one. I don't know if... I need to ask you this, though. Are you watching any of the Walking Dead spinoffs? I haven't seen anything okay. in a long time. The, the series ended just with a crap sandwich. It was awful. It was awful. And then, you know, basically it didn't end. It just was a, a, a preview to all the three new shows coming out. It's all the episodes. Yay, one. And uh, even though it's all the cream of the crop, you know, Daryl Dixon and <clears throat> and uh, Negan and uh, who's the main guy? Uh, Rick. You know, they took the three most popular characters and split them up. Because of they did a poll. Who who loves these people the most? Okay, let's split them up so they'll, you'll have to watch. You know, <clears throat> oh, people love Carol. Put her with Daryl. Yeah. People who who's who who won last place? Well, Maggie got fifth. Okay, we'll put Maggie with Negan. Since <laughs> Negan, you know, team everyone up. You know, so everyone had they took the most popular characters and then spread all the B characters and shuffle the deck and put them. I'm sure in the in the ones too. But uh, the thing is though, I haven't watched a single one of these. I'm not going to. It's obvious they don't know where they're. they've already passed uh, Robert Kirkman's story. They already ended that, so now there's really nowhere they get to make up their own roads now, which means it's going to suck. So I'm not watching any of them. I'm not interested in any of them. I even asked Megan. I said, "You know, there's Daryl Dixon. You can watch it." But I said, "I'm out." She went, "No, I'm I'm done. I'm done." I mean, I haven't heard anybody talking about them. So I mean, <clears throat> is there any buzz or anything? Well, the first two have already come out, so we're waiting for the Rick series. That's the next one coming out. Um, but Fear the, Fear the Walking Dead is still coming out. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Fear the Walking Dead, I think this is their last season. Does anybody watch it anymore? No. Nobody's it's garbage, it. too. And here's a show that I quit on twice. Uh, we watched season one. My wife goes, I'm out. I said, yeah, me too. I went, well, let me try season two. Season two was terrible. I was like, nope, I'm out. Well, then during the pandemic, it's like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's get back into Fear the Walking Dead. Season three, let's go. Oh, I'm really out. <laughs> you know, it just gets worse and worse. And then I heard in season four, one of the actors. Uh, if you don't, if you, did you watch the first season? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. There's a pretty good actor in there, and in season four, he realized the show was just garbage. He didn't say that, Meg? and so he he asked to be killed off because he said, well, he said he thought his character story arc was pretty <laughs> pretty complete at this point. No, you knew. Wow, this show just keeps getting worse. I need to get out while the getting's good. And they brought in what's his face, the uh, the black guy from the a good actor uh, from the very first episode, yeah. Morgan. 
And he's great, but he's not going to save that show. But they're trying to do everything. And I'm sure they're going to have some more guest appearances in season seven. But the thing is, though, their last season. But it's Fear of the Walking Dead. It's terrible. What a terrible spin. And then they had the New World, the Walking Dead New World spinoff, which I don't even know what happened to that. Is it still going? I don't know. It got one season. I don't think it ever came back. But I never watched that either. It was just it, it's just such a tie. They they beat this. They beat a dead. I mean, it's literally a dead horse. It's a zombie. It's not even a zombie horse. It's just a dead zombie, right now to death. And that that whole franchise is in the gutter. I want to reread, and I probably will now. Now that I'm going to be uh, looks like 2024 will be the year of rereading comic books for me. I'm going to read all nice. my Calvin Hobbes. And now that I think about it, I am going to read my wife's Walking Dead series because I want to reread the comic books again because the. Comic books were pretty good. Fantastic. And they have an ending. And they didn't go to issue 100 to get it. Bravo to him. <laughs> to end it at what, 93, 94? Good friend. Robert Kirkman goes, you know what? I'm done. And just it didn't tell anyone. Just ended the series. It was like 150 something. <laughs> oh, did it? Oh, oh, it was it was a few short of 200, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 196 or whatever they ended it on. Or something. I remember they didn't he he could have he could have stretched it out to 200, but it's like, no, nope, I'm done. And I love that. Well, you so, invincible. Good, good. I'm loving it. Oh, that's the other thing we're going to be watching is Invincible Season Looking 2. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I saw someone on the plane watching Season 1. I was Lucky. like, yeah. Watch it for good. the first time. I hope. Yeah, I know. I know. I've well, they came it. out. I saw the, uh, what was the little uh, one shot that came out? Oh, I watched that. Adam Eve? Yeah, it was all right. It was fun. It was fun. But I'm, I'm ready to watch. It got Annabelle into watching the show. <laughs> well, then there you uh, go. That came out. She watched it with us. And then she wanted to watch the show. So she watched the first season. And now she wants to watch Season 2. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll go then. Um, so let me see. I'm, I'm checking my let me check my watch history. Uh, oh, it's all full of Megan stuff that she's been <laughs> watching. Oh, okay. So another movie I saw. There's another movie, Expendables. I haven't seen four. Four. Yeah, okay. I should say Expendables four. Um, it is so terrible. And this is so sad because this was a franchise that started off really strong. The first two movies are really good. Yeah, they're really fun. The third movie, they they took they they didn't they wanted to get rid of the R rating to get a bigger audience. That was a mistake. And whenever you do that, you lose. Well, when you're when you start off R and you go PG soft, I'm sorry, but you're going to lose your audience. Not everyone can be diehard, you know. But it's always after the second movie they say, "Hey, let's make it PG 13 now," and that's a terrible idea. And you can, and it showed because the movie is a little lackluster, but fun for an ending. You know, Wesley Snipes, I know, came, and they had a few more cameos. I think Harrison Ford was in it. So that was fun. Just kind of one-off send-off. It's kind of how it should have ended, because Expendables 4 is even worse. Expendables 3 is a masterpiece now, compared to 4. Yeah. 4 is just bad, all the way around. They they only have three returning people. Of course, Sylvester Stallone comes in at the last minute. He quit because of creative differences, then came back. They tried to include his character which he dies off, spoilers, he dies off at the very beginning and comes back at the end. And why is the dumbest reason, <laughs> but it's supposed to make sense and it doesn't. And the whole thing just kind of plots. And what is that girl's name from Transformers? Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Okay. How can a girl look so pretty and be so unattractive? She, she does a good job at that. She looks so pretty. But there is not one moment in that movie where she's attractive. I know, I know they're trying to make her sexy in the movie. They're trying to. I feel like it, it feels like she's got it naturally, but yeah. they're trying too hard. They're trying too hard. The only time I've ever really liked her was in 
uh, it was in one of the turtle movies. And the reason oh, is she was Neal? pregnant at the time, and so they were trying to hide that fact, and so they downplayed a lot of that. Okay, and maybe I was like, that's and what that was—I was. didn't know that until after I saw the movie. I was like, "Yeah, I kind of liked her in that," and she, she was, you know. Oh, she, and but it's because they were downplaying; they weren't overdoing it. Well, you know, they put her in the booty shorts for Transformers. They were beating you over the head they, with it to the point you just and, like stop. Did, did she wear underwear and Jonah Hex and stuff and? You know, the lingerie or something. She yeah. was in Jonah Hex. She was a whore in that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. She's in horror stuff. You know, I watched it because I like Jonah Hex, and the movie's terrible. But um, but every time I see her, I'm like, man, she's so pretty, but there's not one moment where she's been attractive. In any of- I need to watch. I remember she was April O'Neil, and I don't remember. I remember enjoying the second movie, yeah. shockingly. But uh, but the thing is, though, she's such a pretty girl, and she's it's I, it's so weird because they put her in a she's in some lingerie at the beginning of this one and she's on sexy clothes and everything. She's not attractive. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's so, I've never because I, I was thinking about that during this movie. I was like, wow, you know, she's a really pretty girl, but there's no way I've never ever been attracted to her in any of her movies. I'm going, ugh, her. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> I don't know. It's like that girl at school. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's been around the track, boys. That's not I can think of, of several of those girls that every time, even even when I talk to people from I knew from high school that was like, "Oh, and you remember?" And I was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah." Uh, I wouldn't touch with someone else's ten foot pole. Maybe the reason why I was the guy that would mock her. <laughs> maybe that's school. what it is with Megan Fox, but she just and, you know, it's like she kind of belongs in these movies, but she doesn't. I don't know. She's just not attractive, and I don't know. It's just not a good movie, and no one. I mean, besides, um, what's his face, Christmas, um, Jason Statham, Jason, Jason Statham, the movie, and then everyone else gets one little scene here and there along the way. And we know how much you love Jason Statham movies. I mean, well, the thing is, I mean, he's good. He's good at action, but the thing is, it's really just the whole time. I'm just hang, I had my head, hand on my forehead, going, oh, just end. Just end. It's just not fun. You know, because it, it's just like he and Sylvester Sloan just walking through the motions, giving the jokes, blowing up bad guys, making another joke, uh, doing this, talking this. And I'm like, you accused Bruce Willis of doing the same thing, of selling it, you know, not yeah. you know, grabbing the paycheck and going home. And it feels like everyone here was like, yeah, this was a bad idea, but at least we got paid. <laughs> so let's have fun blowing up things and let's I, go I home. I could definitely see myself just completely skipping it and not worrying about it's, it. I, I, it's totally forgettable, and I mean, and they said it was the last one in the series because it failed. It just failed. I mean, it just face-planted in theaters. But, by the way, they made this way too late. I mean, 3 came yeah. out, what, 10 years ago Forever. or something? I mean, so you, 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 you're not striking gold anymore. The whole thing was you, bring, you brought back old action stars. And that's the other thing. Most of these guys are new now. They're new faces, new people, you know. And I'm like, I don't care about all those people. I care about the old action stars. That's why I went to go see it. But the storyline makes zero sense. I could not. I'm so glad. Megan didn't watch this movie. She was not interested. I'm so glad because I could not even tell her what the storyline was about. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a brief little. I just watched this. As of this podcast, I watched it yesterday. I still don't know what the plot was. It's just so confusing. And it's such it's so sad that a series that went, you know, had had a good run, had a good trilogy, and it's going away. By the way, I, I fear the same for Dune. That part two is taking so long. I know I understand now, they had to push it back. It's supposed to be out now. But I don't think it's gonna do good in theater. I'm so scared for this because 
It's, yeah. y- y- you can't keep people's attention like you used to. You can't wait three years in between movies. I'm so sorry. If you're doing a part one, you better have part two out the next year. I know Mission Impossible is doing the same thing, and I hate that they did a part one, and the next one's going to be a part two, and they're retooling it now. They may not even call it part two now. <laughs> they're going to call it something else, which just pisses me off. Why did you even do a part one and part two? Oh, I know. Beep, 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 backing up the money truck because you thought you know, people just assume like Fast X ends on a cliffhanger because they've, they've already booked two more movies and Fast Fast X lost money and now they're going, eek, we got to wrap it up in one movie hopefully or something. But we have to end this because we, I don't know, we already started production on it. I mean, it's just such a mess. Everything is in such a mess. The movie studio is hubris to think that, oh, we can just roll out any crap and you'll go see it. No, Disney proved that, right? Disney's proved it over <laughs> and over and over again. But I'm just saying, it's just, I mean, Expendables, is a, it's, it's a whole thing about what not to do. What not to do. It's terrible. Um, I did. I do, I do see some other things I've seen here, so I'll talk about those real quick. Um, I haven't seen much. Saw X. No, don't talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that one, but I will tell you, much better. Than the, even though I like the spinoff Spiral. I like Spiral. I like Spiral. I've, I've liked too. all of them except the first last Saw movie. Okay, whatever nine was or whatever, whatever it's called. One. Yeah, either or maybe Spiral was nine. The I don't one, know. No, but the one before Jigsaw. Okay. Oh yeah, that was one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it kind of just goes off the rails, but uh, they kind of righted the ship a little bit and made it went back to the roots. That was fun, which is amazing. Jigsaw for was a, good. I like for, Spiral for a movie to get ten sequels and still, you know. Still 10, 10 sequels or whatnot, and still keep, keep, keep kicking, so that's good for them. I saw Exorcist Believer. I already told you that don't watch, no one watch it. It takes place in the same universe as the first one. I hear it's one. the best of the, all the sequels. No, I would not say that. <laughs> I would watch two and three again before I ever I've touch this one. I've never seen the sequels. One. I've only seen the original. No, you shouldn't watch any of the sequels either. Maybe the second one a little bit, but none of them really because they never, they never strike that gold. And whatever, the, I mean, Red Letter Media, just watch Red Letter Media's review of Exorcist Believer, and they are spot on about everything. They're spot on about everything. It's just, it's a bunch of executives trying to make a movie they think will work, but it falls flat because they don't understand the heart of the original movie. They just know that... You, I have you know, heard that the TV series is really good and a good, yeah. you know, keeping true to the spirit of the original. Yeah, but everyone decides to put together a movie like you put together a piece of furniture at Ikea. You're thinking, hey, they love that. They used to buy this back in the day. Maybe they'll still buy Name it. Name a movie that doesn't do that these days. <laughs> no, I mean, everyone does. It's also Batman. They, they got to break out. But they, I mean, well, you know, people have been. At this point, I'm saying bring on the AI. Maybe it'll give us something original. <laughs> uh, yeah, right now, you couldn't tell the difference between AI and, you know, whatnot. It's just so terrible. So terrible. Um, one of the other ones I saw, where is it? Um, oh, yeah, I saw Hot Potato, the story of the Wiggles. You're welcome. I have not even heard of this. Uh, my kids are big Wiggles fans. You know the Wiggles, right? I. Oh, you avoided Wiggles. I did. I know the Wiggles. Wow. Because uh, there was oh. a little. It, it, there was a Lucy... small window. Oh, Lucy's Wiggles not a Wiggles. Is, Wiggles is old. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Lucy's all Bluey and Paw Patrol. I wish my kids were Bluey. Oh, Bluey's so good. Bluey is Bluey is gold. I if I didn't have kids, I would watch Bluey. <laughs> Bluey is gold. Yeah, Bluey is the only thing I can sit through and bear. But it's, I mean, it's actually look a solid. To the next episode. <laughs> Bluey is a good, yeah, it's a good cartoon. Um, but, and I'm serious, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's, the, that's, that's cream of the crop right there. Um, but the Wiggles, my, my kids love Wiggles. They've loved, they've been Wiggles fans. And this is the story of the Wiggles. 
My wife wanted to watch it because she liked she was interested in the Wiggles. I watched it. I found it very interesting, very interesting. So you know, if your kid, you know, it's based off your kids' programming. But what they say is, you know, how I mean, you know, how they came about was very interesting, and what they've gone through has been interesting too. These people make more than any music t- uh, band. They're the highest ranking. I mean, they make billions of dollars. They're the number one. They beat out uh, who's from Australia. I didn't even know they're still a thing. But it, yeah, but no, they make more money than any actor, anyone out of Australia, and most people in America, most bands in America. They, may, I'm sure, Swift Taylor Swift beats them, but a children's band is beating out. You know, I I, I don't know. I don't. They 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 showed some of these bands that they were making more money than. You know, I mean, big name bands. I, I, I can't remember. Like the Eagles or... I don't know. I, don't, I don't, can't remember. Or something. But Why just because, grab something new? <laughs> yeah. So they, they're just into it. Um, but yeah, so that was really good. My Little Girl's into a movie called Fireheart. Came out last year. Have you seen this? Never heard of it. Fireheart is about a girl who wants to be a firefighter, but her dad won't let her because she's a girl. So she puts on a mustache and gets a deep voice <laughs> and pretends to be the newest recruit, the young lad of so-and-so. Who works with her dad with her voice deep like this and a mustache, and he doesn't know it's his own daughter. Okay, whatever. But <laughs> it's one of those little CGI ones, and my, my little girl could watch that every day because she loves it. So, you know, Fireheart plays a lot of our house. So there you go. Any other movie recommendations for a wrap up? I did see Paw Patrol movie two, The Mighty Pups. And how was that? That's how do you expect? Wow, this we really started strong with Patrol. We really started strong on this podcast with Five Nights at Freddy's. It's not terrible, but it's not, you know, it's not bluey. <laughs> we did Expendables, Five Nights at Freddy's, then we degraded the last four minutes here talking about children's programming. So it's safe to say we're out of ideas here. So we're done here. Thanks for coming back on. Come back on, we'll do uh Loki. I watched Ready or Not. Have you ever seen that? No, what's that? It's kind of a girl who uh, who marries into the super billionaire family, um, but they have this weird tradition that you have to play a game. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this, yeah. On the wedding night, they have to, have to play a game, and they go to this parlor <laughs> and draw a card, and they play whatever the card is. If it's, if it's chess, then you play a game. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. You know, you just have to play the game because they're they made their billions by you know selling games, making games. What do you like to do? Play chess. <laughs> Screw. Let's play chess. <laughs> Speaking, that reminded me of a joke. I saw The Machine on Netflix. Have you seen okay. that? Uh, that oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and, uh, and, but, you know, she drew um, uh, the, the uh, hide and seek card. And that means that they're going to hunt her. And you know, and to kill her, but that's a there's a big secret. That's what actually gives them, makes them, keeps them rich. They made a deal with the devil, uh, and oh, this was all planned. No, it wasn't planned because they didn't oh. know. Because oh, you know, okay. it you know, you know, in doing do doing the purge. It's basically once a generation, somebody gets the uh, hide and seek card, and oh. you know, so like they, you know, they all of them are there are married. People, he was like, "What game did you pull?" I had chess, I had checkers, you know, you know, you know, it was, you know, all dumb games. Um, and, but you know, it was just regular games. But this one, hide seek, hide seek. But, but the it's kind of a horror comedy in that you know, it's like these just a bunch of spoiled billionaires that they don't really know what they're doing. You know, they're accidentally killing off the help as they're trying to hunt this 
girl through the house. And so it was a fun, fun movie. Um, you kind of remind me of like the hunt or, um, you know, fun movies like that, which you've enjoyed. Yeah. If you, if you like just, you know, kind of this horror comedy, gruesome horror comedies, you know, it's fun. All right. So there you go. There's a good recommendation. There you go. I'm glad we didn't end on, uh, recommending, recommending children's shows, (laughs) but all right, folks, we'll see you next time on Princes of the Universe.